What's up, everybody? We are live. We are here. The Win Daily Show. I am Michael Raziel, joined by Jason Mizrahi and Sia Najad. Gentlemen, Jason first, I guess. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. Sia's the gentleman. Ask him how he's doing, man. I was going to get there. I was going to save the best for last. That's what I was going to say, man. Come on. Sia, how are you tonight? I'm doing awesome because my outlaw tour pick, and this is golf, by the way, my outlaw tour pick pre-flop was Matt Picanzo, and he is one shot back heading into the final day tomorrow. So I'm this pretty guy. What's the you? odds on this, dude? Well, you know what's really sad is that because it's the Outlaw Tour, I refuse to actually like allocate a ton of money to it. So while I'm playing more money like with DFS, I only have 10 bucks on this guy, and he's like 13 to 1. So oh. I stand to win a, a, a total of like $120 net. But still, it's the, it's, it's the point of making the call. And I really wish I put it on Twitter because I'd look like kind of a god right now, but I didn't. I just have the screenshot of me telling somebody. So unfortunately, that'll be the thing that'll get posted on Twitter if I if it actually comes through. It nice. works. We can retroactive. It, it's fine, dude. We'll we'll get it. We have graphic designers here at Wendell. Like, we got a lot of smart people that can make you. I mean, you look good already, but like we can make you look smart too. How's that sound? I love it. Love it. Good stuff, man. So yeah, what we're uh, what we're trying to do tonight, everybody. We're just trying to. Get out there. We want to give you some stuff. We want to talk about Korean baseball. We want to talk about this outlaw tour, which Sia is going to teach Jason and myself about live on air with everyone. We're going to talk about esports. We have the UCF, UFC. Here we go. Coming UCF, back this week. There you go. UCF. I keep screwing. I kept screwing it up this week. I don't know why. I talked to two people from UCF, kept calling it the <laughs> UFC. And of course, here we go. Um, so, yeah, I guess, you know, Sia, you're talking about it already. Let's just jump right into it. What the hell is this outlaw tour and why are you putting money on it? So we're all fishing for things to bet on. And, and for those of us that don't love esports, and I know Win Daily is huge into that successfully, but um, I've been a golf analyst for a while, uh, among other things, among other sports. And out of nowhere during the pandemic came the state of Arizona, which which deemed golf courses an essential business throughout the pandemic. So basically golf didn't stop. And so what you had was these mini tour professionals, mini tour. So you, you can be on the mini tour if you want to. It's just a matter of like paying the fee. Well, they have these tournaments and the tournaments were never really broadcast in any real way because nobody ever paid attention to it. Now people are paying attention because from a golf standpoint, it's the only show in town. So they've actually really like sort of updated how they, they, they you know, there was no video of this ever. Now they have like some Periscope feeds following some featured players and things of that nature. For the most part, it's players nobody's ever heard of. But let me tell you, DraftKings is pretty heavy into this. I can tell you, Javi and I talk every night of the uh, Outlaw Tour Hobby with Win Daily, and we set lineups. Javi did awesome yesterday. He netted quite a bit of money, and uh, which I don't think I'm, I, I don't think I'm um, supposed to say how much. It's that's that's his world, not mine. But yeah, he's he's done really well so far. I, I bet a little bit smaller time, but the Outlaw Tour is real golf. And it's it's Dra DraftKings has it. You can sports betting has it. Like any book you you know will have we'll have odds on golfers. It's awesome. Where, where are you finding? How do you know any of these people? How do you know any of this information? What are you doing? And why isn't Jason betting on it right now? I can't so, bet I'm in New York, man. Oh, poor baby. Um, there's no outlaw golf in New York. Avi can play. I know he's won several thousand dollars, so I'll let them have it for now. Yeah. You can't even play DraftKings outlaw golf in, in New York. Is that right? No outlaw golf, no Korean baseball, no CSGO. The only thing I can play is League of Legends right now. So I'm wrapped up in some League of Legends, but nothing else, man. Unless I take that? a nice little trip to New Jersey, maybe go visit Michael from six feet away, drive over there, enter a game, come back to New York, edit it in New York. That's 
That's possible. I can That's do that. Poss- legal, it's possible. It's legal, fine. possible. <laughs> an hour and a half ride just to enter some games. You know, nothing else to do. Maybe do it again. Done it before in the past, so it's a possibility. But yeah, in New York right now, for legal reasons, they can't issue any new games unless it passes laws. And obviously, no laws are going to be passed right now to allow outlaw golf or Korean baseball to come into drafting. So New York and Iowa are the only two states that were allowed to play games before that can't play now. There's certain states who can never play, but it's interesting, man. It's also interesting from a poker perspective. I saw somebody I was talking to see about yesterday. He It was Phil Galfon, I think. He posted like the new poker tables and the new rules. You only have four people at a table, and each hand is kind of enclosed with glass. And he said something of the sort. Yeah, it's pretty good. Just adjust the windows, make a digital currency, and then make it a digital hand, and then basically just let everybody play online poker. And he like made a joke of it but as you're reading through. Like, okay, why, why? He's like, just un, un, undo this. Go back to the poker star days, the party poker days, and just let everybody play online, which I can definitely see happening at this point. Hopefully you know, sooner rather than later. Keep going, CS. Sorry. Uh, you know, it's really unfortunate that the the state with and, and and you know, this is a very serious issue with this pandemic, but the state that is like on lockdown more than any other state, like if there was ever a time for you guys to be allowed to like play DraftKings or pay attention to outlaw golf or Korean baseball, it's right now. I mean, you know, the governor there, I think, you know, from what I understand, he's he's doing a lot of like interesting good things, or at least that's sort of what I'm hearing. And it's like, you know, honestly, with one of these stimulus packages, just 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 attach like a bill. You don't even need to advertise or promote it. Just attach a bill to the to the to the existing stimulus bill and be like, hey, New York, you guys can gamble now. And yeah. it's like, all right, great. You know, this <laughs> this pandemic isn't, you know, it's bad, but it's a little bit better now. I just a feel little, like just a little bit better. Now we can bet on Korean baseball. Stay up till I mean, I don't know. A West Coast, it's easy for Javi. I see him making all the uh all the changes in the Discord and he's talking to everybody there. And I'm just like it's one o'clock in the morning there. It's like four o'clock in the morning here on the East Coast, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna stay asleep. I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna wait for. It. I'll wake up. I think I caught like the very tail end of a game this morning, and that's about it. But I mean, you know, Korean baseball. It's 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 kind of cool to see how quickly you know, technology changes. But it's even more impressive to see betters and gamblers how quickly they need something. And with Korean baseball coming back, snap of a finger, DraftKings comes out, FanDuel's all right. Let's go. We're now we're playing DraftKings and FanDuel on um, on Korean baseball, which none of us have ever watched before. Come on, guys. Let's all be honest. We've never watched it, but it's happening, and we're starting to make some money. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, man. This guy woke up today. He put in $20. One of our users won $2,000. So it's happening, man. And we're not going to go out there and write articles and pretend like we're the best and we know everything about Korean baseball because we don't. We don't know everything about everything. These lineups came out. We figured things out. Did a little research, find out who's pitching matchups, you know, things that we normally do in regular baseball. And we all kind of came together as a community, put our lineups together, and we stacked some games up. And multiple users won a bunch of money. Some people lost, some people made money, but you know what? It's the same game as baseball. So you can figure out how to stack, how to make lineups out. And we adjusted already. We're on and playing, man. It's going to be not too long away where MLB comes back. I and mean, I really think it's going to be around July 4th. That's that's my target date on when baseball is coming back. I also think basketball, from what I hear, rumor-wise, it's going to be played in Vegas, potentially. You know, different families 
assistants, their families can all stay in hotel rooms. They can basically map out a floor each for each family, basically in Vegas, have the accommodations for food and lodging, put up some more courts, and they can finish out the season there. Maybe a shorter last run into the playoffs and then a, a bridge playoffs, maybe not so many seven-game series, but I think it's happening, man. See, ya. You're, you're the guy with the Magic Johnson in the background. What do you think? When do you think the NBA is coming back? Well, okay, I, I, I like uh, I like Jason's timeline, and I definitely think it's coming back. Obviously, I don't really see the need for a regular season at this point in terms of an extension of the regular season. And like Jason said, first of all, the first round should be five games anyway. Let's be honest. It was like that back in the 80s and I think early 90s. Um, you know, you can abridge the first, maybe even second round of five-game series, and you can go seven games for the conference finals and seven games for the finals. Definitely doable. The Vegas idea is really strong. You know, Jason, there was somebody on a pod um, on one of the podcasts, or maybe it was SiriusXM, the, the the show that Win Daily does Saturday and Sunday um, on Fantasy Sports Channel, where where who was it? Ashley Bevel, maybe that was saying she doesn't think it's practical for people to be away from their families and things of that nature in terms of carrying out the NBA season. I actually thought the total opposite. I mean, by the way, she's great. But I don't think, you know, quote, quarantining with or without family for like two months to finish a season is really that foreign a concept. I think people do it when they go out to the Olympics, you know, where, wherever the Olympics happen to be. I yep. think it's I think it's super uh, practical and, and doable. And if and listen, if they don't finish this season, I would just feel really sorry for guys like LeBron who are who have like two or three good years left. And this is one of their best chances. And, you know, there it goes. I, I don't see the NBA. Doing yeah, I don't, I don't think like they. I don't think they do that. The whole worry for them was if they start now with the playoffs, it gets pushed back, and then next year we'll get affected as well. But I'm not the type of person to burn one year for the next year. Let's finish out this year regardless, and then go to next year and figure things out. And the last I've heard is start in July, Vegas, separate hotels, separate facilities, and then push back the start of next season to Christmas Day which, you know what, you're hitting two holidays right there. You give the people what they want now, and then you can slightly adjust next year and maybe condense the schedule, maybe get rid of five, six games, ten games, whatever the case may be. And then, yeah, you're a little bit late to next year, but you can still um, keep both seasons alive without burning the season. And, yeah, I want to see the L.A.-L.A. matchup in the Western Conference Finals. And I, I really wanted to see the Pelicans sneak in and play those Lakers in the first round too, which I've always been asking for. But I understand, go straight to the playoffs at this point. You know, maybe have a one-game or two-game play-in where anybody really close can get a shot in, but I don't know. I think I think what makes the most sense is to disregard the regular season and just allow those 16 playoff teams. Because if you could reduce the number of teams by essentially half, that just helps. That just saves half the amount of time, effort, and energy to get the teams in there. Have them just kind of play in a gym together. Have them kind of warm up games against each other. You know, play. have the West teams play the East for, you know, five, six, seven games, whatever it is. Do a little round robin BS thing. One thing I really loved, Spencer Dinwiddie came out with it like right after the shutdown happened and right after March Madness was canceled. He created like this elaborate bracket that would have made it pretty much just, you know, one to 30 or 32, however many teams in the NBA. I think it's 30 if I'm not mistaken. So please correct me if I'm wrong. But it was just straight up like, everybody's in, you know, March Madness, let's go and just see what happens and just kind of have a couple March Madnesses, you know, a couple weekends of that and uh, and get crazy with it, which I think will be fun. But I agree. I mean, I think the NBA is going to come back. I do not think NHL is going to come back. Just the media markets, the sizes, just all the BS that's involved. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to come back. And that's going to be my second 
most missed thing during this whole quarantine. Matt, March Madness being number one, but the Stanley Cup playoffs, I will stay up till one o'clock in the morning to watch the Oilers play the Sharks because it's triple overtime. And that's what I want to see. But it's unfortunate. And it is what it is. So we'll we'll move on. So I have a prop bet that I made in Vegas when I was there last September for my fantasy football draft. And it was $200 on the Capitals at 22 to one. At, at, I can't remember what casino I made it at, but I just thought it was so incredibly disrespectful for the Capitals to be 22 to one that really? I just, I mean, there was a ton of value there. So by, I don't know, by two months or a month and a half into the season, the Caps went down from 22 to one to like eight to one. And now I think they were floating around 10 to one when the pandemic happened. So I have like, you know, that ticket's going to be garbage if if they don't come back. It might be garbage anyway, depending on what they decide to do with those tickets. I mean, obviously I'd get my money back, but I mean, that's forty that's $4,600 total. That's, it was 4,400 is what I stand to win. I'm a little upset because the, you know, the odds went in half almost immediately. So obviously there was value there. So I, I want to come back. I can't see any season just canceling. I just, I really can't. I can't see that happening. I, I see them doing whatever, whatever they got to do, a shortened season, a shortened playoff, a shortened anything to say in the record books there was a Stanley Cup winner in 2020. And you don't know. So many things have changed. Free agency, the whole the whole league just becomes a wash, a, a question mark the whole season. I don't think they do it, man. I think they just find a way to either – cut out teams who even were playoffs or one game series, like a wild card type of situation with the eight seeds and seven seeds and six seeds, whatever they got to do, they'll shorten that playoff run to make it happen. I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, we'll see what happens. NBA, I think will eventually come back. One sport we know that's definitely coming back um, is the UFC. Got it guys. We're good. We're good. There We're good. Go, UFC, go. is, UFC is coming back this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. And I think there's like three different cars they're doing. They're doing a really wacky um, setup with it to see it coming back. But see, I mean, tell me a little bit about what you think is coming with the UFC. I mean, are, are, are you a big UFC buff? Or are you planning on throwing down thousands of dollars on this stuff when it comes back around? You know, I don't know if this is going to make me sound like uh, a wimp or uh, a Sally. Can we even say a Sally anymore? I don't even know. I don't if that's think it's like, I guess you can. It's probably, I don't know. It's probably frowned upon. I, you know, probably. You don't, you now know. everything's frowned upon. So, are, we, you know, it is are we all walking on eggshells? I mean, is that yes. sort of the society? We, okay, that's what you I got. Think it. You're good. So <laughs> I'll stick with wimp. Um, I don't bet UFC. I don't watch UFC because honestly, it to me, it's just sound ridiculous, but like, it's just such a brutal sport. And, and just getting a, like watching a guy's like, even if there's technique involved, watching a guy's face get pounded in and me like worrying about like, like I, my immediate thought is like brain damage and hemorrhaging and stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. So I'll watch it if it's a big fight. Um, this guy Masvidal is just is he's a big guy down in South Florida. He's a big personality. He's on the Levitard show all the time. He's he's a cool guy. He knows some of the people I know. Really nice guy. And uh, I sort of root for people like that because I like their stories. But no, I'm not. I'm. I won't be. I won't be wagering. And Jason, what about you? You ever throw down on the UFC? Yeah, I've thrown down more of a DFS play than anything else. Last time I, I ended up the last UFC event. I was, I stacked a bunch of different lineups on DraftKings, maybe like 10, 15 lineups. And then before I went to sleep, I just put one lineup on Fanduel, not even thinking about it. As I was going through my research, reading all these articles on Win Daily Sports, and then. I go through my day, it's Saturday night, whatever, and I was busy as hell and helping my family, just doing random stuff. And then, like, James Rocker texts me, like, at whatever time, it was, like, 1230. I'm looking at my DraftKings account. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm, you know, about even, whatever the case may be. 
He's like, he said some weird shit on a text. Like, yo, you got this. I'm like, the hell is this kid talking about? I look at my <laughs> DraftKings account. I'm like, what's he even saying? And I totally forgot that I entered that one lineup on FanDuel. It was like a $10 lineup with like, you know, 10,000 people in it, whatever. And as I go to FanDuel, I'm like in second place for like $10,000. I'm like, get the hell out of here. And there's only one fight left. I'm like, you know, I texted him like, yo, is it over? Because I didn't even watch it at all because I was just busy all day. I was doing something else. I'm like, is it over yet? He's like, no, there's one more fight. I'm like, why do you even bother texting me? I don't, <laughs> don't want to know now. Now I'm stressing. My team was doing so good. Like, you should have told me nothing, Rocker. Just let it ride out. Tell me when it's over. And then there's that one match left. And, you know, with UFC or, or League of Legends or even golf, there's so much swing at the end. And there's a lot of ties because UFC, there's – only a certain amount of builds you can really do with, you know, 10 fighters or 12 fighters as a captain spot. But um, I ended up pushing from second to like fifth or sixth because there was tie. No, no, second pushed me down to like 20, something like that, because there were so many ties in that first slot now with that one line of build that I ended up going from like $10,000 or $5,000, whatever the hell it was, back down to like a couple hundred dollars. But still a good day. But was could have been great if Rocket didn't text me and I just turned my phone on like the next day on Fandom, like, oh shit, I totally forgot I played and boom, hit for ten thousand dollars or some crazy thing like that. So yeah, I'll definitely do it, man. I'll mash some lineups together. It's it's not a coin flip on each person. You know, there's definitely favorites. You look at the Vegas lines and you do some research to see, you know, how they compare to each other. But there's gonna be some upsets. There's always upsets and just my suggestion, just like everything else, man, don't go one lineup in and think you're going to crush it. You know, make three, four, five lineups and, you know, vary your lineups and enjoy the night, man. It's one thing that we could play in every state in New York and you can bet on it as well. I won't bet on it, but I'll definitely play some DFS for sure. Hey, I have a question. Um, first of all, Michael, do you, you do DFS, correct? Yep. Okay, so I have a question because this has happened to me, thankfully, on more than you know a few occasions. Where going into Sunday, let's say in in a golf in a golf uh, DFS match, or for or like late Sunday when you're playing the NFL slate, I've been in like big potential money situations. My latest one was was a golf one. It's a forty four dollar buy, and I think it was a four hundred k guarantee, and I was like number seven going into Sunday. And you know those Sundays go like seven eight hours, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. in terms of like you know from the first golfer to to the finish. My question for you guys is, maybe I'm the only one that does this. I don't even look at my DraftKings score, no matter what. No, under no circumstance do I look at like that particular DraftKings match until the whole thing is completely over. Because the last thing I want to see is what Jason saw, which yeah. is like all of a sudden you're in second place. Like there was a moment where I was pretty sure I was in first place in, in, in the one where I ended up winning like a thousand bucks or something. I finished like 12th or something. But the point is, there was a moment where I was pretty sure I was in first. I didn't want to see it because I was like, I know I can fall out of first in a second, and I just don't want to know that I had fifty thousand yeah. dollars. What do you got? How do you guys play that? Am I the I only think, one that does that? Yeah, you're a psychopath, dude. How can you not look at your lineup? That's insane. I mean, I'm just I'm just thinking about it anyway. Like, why not just look at it? I'm not. I don't know. How do you do that? What's wrong with you? I do I'll it every this, time. The, the best the best days I have are when I'm super busy and I got to set a lineup, lock it, and then like out to dinner, go to movies or just go to wherever. And I just can't be around my phone that often. But now with phones, like it's so hard. Like I know you work out. I know you're really disciplined for me. I don't have the discipline not to check my phone. Like I really, really try hard sometimes, but I might last like an hour or two hours. And that's why 
In all honesty, I love Korean baseball after one night. I like <laughs> League of Legends because I'm, I live in New York. It's, I'm way too tired. So I just set it and forget it. And then I wake up and there's just that one thing. You open your phone and say like, oh, who texted me? Or what emails I have? How did my Korean baseball do last night? Oh, shit, I made 50 bucks or I made $1,000, whatever. League of Legends, Korean baseball, this offsetting of the time. I, I love it for that that fact that I'm not sitting there stressing like a basketball lineup from 7 o'clock to 1 o'clock every half an hour, every 10 minutes checking in. The fact that they're going off at 4 o'clock in the morning, there's no shot I'm staying up at 4 o'clock to watch League of Legends. Like I'll just wait, wait for it to happen. So I've been going to sleep, locking my lineup, waking up. All right, it happened. Like if I made $500 or I lost $500, okay, on, on with the next day. So that's the best thing about these fringe sports. There's no sweat. There's literally no sweat. That's the only thing I like about it. Everything else is, for the most part, whatever to me. But I like the no sweating, no stress factor. That's half the fun, dude. No, it's not, man. It's really not fun, bro. Trust it me, when you, when you play like every right, maybe, day for yeah, 10 years straight for thousands yeah. of dollars every day, the fun is gone, bro. It's just <laughs> stress. It's, it's like, oh, my God. That's why like this quarantine has been fun. Like I haven't been stressing DFS to the level I would if I was playing baseball and basketball right now. It'd be all in every hour I'm locked in. And now it's Korean baseball. I laugh at it. I throw some money at it. Whatever happens, happens. And I go to sleep and I wake up and now we're doing a podcast. So I got to say, because we're 20 minutes into this and, and it's so funny how humble Jason is and how he just glossed over what really should have been the headline of this podcast, mm -hmm. but it's not because of who Jason is and, and what Win Daily is. So we dove into Korean baseball. Jason, just correct me if I'm wrong. Was it like one, two days ago where we just, like as a team dove into Win Daily Sports? I mean, uh, Korean baseball. It was baseball. just yesterday. Yesterday. Whatever day today is was the day before today. It went <laughs> off so, this morning whenever it was. So, so we, you know, we decided to do that. When I say we, I don't mean me specific, yeah. specifically. I'm talking about Javi and, and I don't know who else was doing it on the team, frankly. But these guys dive in, they get on the Discord channel, they start talking to all the members. One of the members comes in and puts 20 bucks down on a tournament and wakes up with $2,000. Like, that is so ridiculous. And, and by the way, it's not because we published an article and they read an article. It's because we were like, hey, these guys need to know. Let's get in the Discord chat and let's just talk it out. And like have these users or these use members like create a lineup that, you know, is like with our last available information. Like before we and, like lay our head to bed, they've got the last piece of information. And, and this guy wakes up with two grand. And with Korean baseball, man, look, I consider myself a pro. I've been doing this every day for the past 10 years. It is hard because even when you figure out this dude is starting and I'm not trying to be funny or like that. They all have the same last name almost. There's like five names and they're all the same and they're on the same team. So even if you confirm, you found a place, oh, finally found a starting lineup and the guy's name is Park, his last name is Park, you still have to now differentiate this Park from that Park and this Kim from that Kim. I'm texting David. I'm like, even after I know the lineups, like what's confirmed, like I'm still like stressed out trying to figure out where he is. And I don't even know the team names. So it's like, okay, this is – Someone posts in Discord, this is the, the Giants team name. And you go back to, to DraftKings, there's like initials there. You can't even like – it's like a matchmaking <laughs> game, like just trying to figure out like who's playing it. At the point that you finally built a lineup, you're just like, okay, I got a lineup full of starters. We're good. At least we're, we're live right now. We're playing live cards right now. And 
we're going to get better, though. Like, I put out a claimer, a disclaimer, a claim that, look, we're, we're not going to post any articles. We're not going to pretend we're touts. We know everything about everything. It's Korean baseball. But give us a week, and we'll we'll be on the top of the leaderboard. I figured Avi's going to go out there and just crush it again, or Jim Thompson, or one of our guys, or me, or David, whatever, Rocker, one of them is going to crush it. And I was even happier waking up this morning. Two subscribers, one of the guys, Pickett, who's been with us since, like, day one, out in Canada, he, he I think, threw up 20 bucks or 40 bucks. I made, like, 200 and then another member put up 20 bucks, won 2000 man. So it already happened. It didn't last a week. It happened in one day, which is really cool, man. And same thing with League of Legends, man. Avi's ranked top 10 in the world in League of Legends esports, which is just ridiculous. And then James Thompson, he's won first place in a DraftKings or a FanDuel tournament every day for the past seven days. Like, just to do that in any sport is ridiculous. I know there's guys out there who've done it by entering a bunch of contests, but for Jim to do that seven days in a row is just – I don't care how he did it. It's just ridiculous. Like, I've never done it two days in a row or three days in a row. It's hard to be consistent in a game that, yes, there's skill involved, but to win first, is you need some luck to, to go your way – and to do it seven days in a row, pretty crazy. Really crazy. So, so I know we're going to wrap up soon. Um, and, you know, what's really great about what you're saying, Jason, is like these are just fringe sports that like, you know, Javi and David and Jimmy, like they all just sort of picked up and ran with. And that just kind of goes to show how talented they are, that they can have literally like immediate returns. But, you know, we're going to get back to And I think maybe the, the next podcast, we'll probably talk about some of like the real sport. Like, I shouldn't say real sports, but some of the mainstream sports like baseball, for example, um, because I know we've got a lot to say about that in terms of when they're going to come back, how they're going to format it. They're kind of the new league play um, possibilities and stuff. But um, I'm excited for that. And I, I know our team's going to freaking knock it out of the park. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm very excited as well. It's, it's going to be a blast. I mean, just with touching upon esports one more time, I, we, Jason had a conversation with me one night. He's like, yeah, I think I think Javi and JT and I think they're going to like just try and see what happens. And then a couple of days later, Jim literally created his own projection model. And now Javi's ranked top 10. Jim's ranked top 30, I think. And then David Jones is coming in at top 80. So three people in the top 100 just kind of for fun. And I mean, it's not really it's it's for fun. Maybe they're not stressing as much as Jason does on a regular night when uh, sports are back. But it's it's impressive, man. It is a lot of fun to watch. I enjoy just kind of seeing the conversation happen. But really, again, it's the education. It's the opportunity to see how the process is done. It's not just hey, here here's some people go pick them. It's a it's a real back and forth, which is always nice. We all like conversations. That's why we're doing this, right? So why not ask someone like Javi what the heck why he thinks what he does and I mean I don't think we'll ever actually be able to get into the mind of Javi of course that's just <laughs> that's a whole other place that we're going to let only him and his cat go but other than that man I'm I'm excited to see what happens it's going to be great this was uh this was a blast gentlemen first episode just kind of BS and talking about some sports topics we're going to be doing this more and more often which I'm excited about um but yeah gentlemen for Jason for Sia I'm Michael thank you all so much everybody and make it a wonderful night